Welcome to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we are breaking barriers through communication. I'm Bill Allen. This is Matt Gunter. And uh, we're going to have some fun today with uh, talks about money, the stuff you should never talk about, right? That's right. Yeah, that's the stuff that they tell preachers should never talk about. <laughs> so um, just, a, just a little reminder, this season we are... Uh, all about busting up myths about the church. Yes, and so we're gonna we're gonna hit another one today. Um, today, I've I've heard it said a lot, Bill. I know you have too. That the church is just another money grab. What? The yeah. money grab? Yeah, churches it's, it's, don't take money. No, that's not a thing. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> uh, is it, it feels that way sometimes? You you turn on the TV and you see the the televangelists, and they've always got the latest and greatest book or this new product that you have to have. Or there's the popular preachers that you see their uh, stuff on every shelf everywhere, and you just have to have it right now. It's the next great thing, and or just donate now. Yeah, or or just donate now to the cause for the you know, whatever mission they're doing here, there, or yonder. And, um, I mean, yes, it feels that way. Sometimes the church is just another money grab, but, uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about how it's not and, and really what that money is all about, what it goes for. Yes. The, the, the church, you know, I think from the, I guess from the outside looking in perspective, I'm going to mm-hmm. hit it early today. Um, <laughs> I think as, uh, if you don't go to church regularly and you don't understand why money's involved in the first place, you're just going to think, oh, well, they just keep wanting my money. Why do they keep passing this stupid plate around? I don't right. want to put anything in it. And then, of course, you feel awkward when they do. Right. And you don't have any money to put it in it. Who carries cash anymore anyway? Uh, I, uh, I don't. <laughs> um, I'm, I know my mom used to always tell me, you know, that, that offering plate comes around, you better put some money in it, uh, even, <laughs> you know, whether I was visiting a church or not. Um that might be one of the reasons I didn't visit very often. I don't uh-huh. want to give my money up. Um, <laughs> if I got to put some in every time, that adds up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, so yeah, season two, episode two. Let's talk about money. Let's get into it. So, here's the reality of the situation. Let's just get real here up front. The church needs money to survive in society today. Does every- everybody? Let's get that up out front. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, no, nobody does this whole thing for free. Um, No, nobody lives in the world today for free. And the church is no different. The church needs money to pay the bills. I mean, let's look at, let's look at pastors and the staff there. They've got families to feed. They've got to keep a roof over their heads, uh, keep food on the table it wouldn't be right of us to expect them to have a job that doesn't pay. Now I I will throw a disclaimer out there. Uh, Our pastor very recently said, if you are called to pastoral ministry, that you should be willing to do it for nothing because the day may come that that happens. And there are some churches that are so small um, that they just can't afford to pay a salary. You know what we would consider a good salary for, for a pastor. But but that doesn't mean that they should work for free. Well, I'll add to that because I've heard of businesses in my industry mm-hmm. who have been running their business for, well, any industry, really, if you think about it, business owners, um, they will, they've had their business for five years yeah, and they've never taken a salary. I don't, uh, you know, personally, I work to make a living. Mm-hmm. I love doing this podcast. I love, um, playing with balloons for a living mm-hmm. who wouldn't it's a fun job um 
but my employees get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife doesn't work outside of the home. Mm-hmm. Where else would the money come from? That's why I own the business. In fact, I wanted to go in business so that I could earn a living on my own terms. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, pastors, if they're going to do this, they shouldn't expect that they, they don't do it for the money. Right. But they need to get paid. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and and that's biblical. I can't remember exactly where it says, and, and we'll, we'll throw it in the show notes, but it's, it talks in there. Paul talks about like, Hey, I, I don't expect you to pay me, but it's not wrong if I did. Right. It's not wrong. And it's not wrong for your local pastors to basically take a little bit from what you've earned that you're giving them because of what they're doing. I mean, they've given their life to mission. They've got to be supported somehow. And how we do that as the church is through those, through those tithes and offerings when the play comes around and, and dropping money in. that's, that's how we're able to support them and allow them to keep doing what they do. Right. Right. You know, we do this podcast, um, uh, basically for free, you know, yeah. we're not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. We don't have sponsors. We're not doing commercials. The day might come when we do, yeah. um, as we get busier, we would love for this to turn into a full-time gig for us. Mm-hmm. This would be uh, fun. It's hopefully helping a bunch of people. Um, uh, in fact, you know, I felt weird, uh, recently we, on our website, we put the Patreon link, yeah. um, on there. And I kind of felt weird about it because of the content, because this is something that we just really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we did this because we meant to be able to help people, but we're putting money into this to make it work. Yeah. Right? We need equipment. We need, um, we, we are taking time out of our schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to do marketing. We've right. got to pay for a website hosting. We've mm-hmm. got to, there's a lot of expenses that go into things. Um, I felt weird for about two seconds because <laughs> the money does have to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I could pay for all of this myself and I know, and we have, we are, mm-hmm. um, but over time it would be nice to be able to recoup sure. expenses. Um, and potentially if somewhere down the line we got uh, offered speaking gigs, you know, we would charge for that because it's time out of our schedule. Mm-hmm. We have to value our time. Right. Uh, for what we're putting out there. Sure. And, and if, you know, I think I'm, uh, I'm pretty confident in saying this, that if we never got a penny, it, it'd still be great. It'd I still agree. be absolutely worth it. And, and we love what we do, but, but it's that same mentality of, you know, we're, we're putting stuff out there and, and, and hopefully it's making a difference for somebody and, and we're getting a message out that, that means something, but it does take, it takes money to do that stuff. It takes money to do things in the, in the world that we live in today. Um, and it's the same thing for the pastors of the church. It's the same thing for us and anybody else who's doing this kind of stuff is it takes money to do what they do. So Matt, where would you say the majority of the money goes from our tithes and offerings from to the church? So there's a lot of it. If you, if you pull up the good old church budget, you will probably see um, a lot of different categories in there. The vast majority of what's given to the church goes right back into the community and one uh, in some shape or form. Uh, it could be through church programs. Um, so like our church does the Awana program and that's uh, that takes expenses. We, um, not every church is this way, but we cover the fees for all the materials and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so that's one way we give back to our community is by having that program available. We have, 
Um, hopefully now that, uh, COVID's on the downturn, we're going to have Wednesday night meals again soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, it goes towards that and goes towards our, our backpack ministry to help, uh, student, local students in need. And every church has their programs. That's just some of the programs we have. Mm -hmm. Um, but it goes right back into that. Um, and then there's another big chunk that goes into, uh, goes up to bigger organizations. So most churches are part of, um, a group of churches, um, that's probably part of another group of churches, um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that kind of balloons up. And so, um, I can speak for our church for sure that they give to what's called the cooperative program. And it's a group of churches that give together and that goes towards international missions, um, church plants, things that a individual church may not be able to do on their own, but as a group of churches, if everybody's giving towards it, now we can go do this bigger thing. And it's the same thing on an individual level too. And point out is that the, the reason that we give to a church for those things is because when we give collectively, there's a lot more there to work with, to have those kind of programs, to be able to do those kind of things than we could do on our own. I mean, I couldn't individually fund anything that the church does, but when we all give together, we can do big things. Right. Right. We can, we can, Pull together our resources, um, money, time, um, uh, talents. Uh, you know, God says to to give your talents to the church body. Yeah, we we talk about it all the time because I love doing it, and I know Matt does too. You know, we're in the technology booth, we're in the yeah. sound booth, we work together, we give our time, we give our talents. Um, we also give our ties. Well, I I, I know we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. Matt does as well. Yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> we haven't. Uh, we don't look at each other's budgets, but uh, <laughs> um, we pull together everything that we can to give the church a leg to stand on. Yeah. You know, the the pastor, I'm sure, even tithes off of his paycheck mm-hmm. from the church. Mm-hmm. So you know that money goes right back into the church, which then turns around and gets sent to missions and and uh, different communities and and yeah. uh, church um, church uh, church plants and. Mm-hmm. Really, whatever else you can think of, if there's a need, churches are the probably the number one thing that really helps to fund those things. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're doing a new building yeah. uh, uh, addition on our church because we want to be able to hold more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting to outgrow it. We want to uh, be able to reach more people in the community. So uh, some of the money is going towards that, that, mm-hmm. that we've done. Now there's a difference. So we've got tithes, which goes towards missions and, and church expenses and things mm-hmm. like that. But then... Uh, over and above ties, you can give more to the the uh, the the new building program. Right. You know there are different delegations of the money where they go, and people will willingly. Nobody's forced to. I know we've said this before. The church does not charge an admission right. fee. Right. Right. Um, was that episode five? I think that we talked about that. Yeah. Um, sure was. Um, they don't charge charge an admission fee, and if they do, run. Quickly get out because that's not the church you want to be in. This is all based around your heart and what Mm -hmm. you want to do. Give money or don't hear the word for free. Hear Mm -hmm. the word while, you know, giving a couple bucks in the offering Mm -hmm. plate. Um, I know personally, my wife and I, we just write a check once a month. Mm -hmm. You know, when we get paid, we take, take our percentage off the top and, and, and give that way. Some people just drop a few bucks every week into the offering plate. There's no right or wrong way to do Mm -hmm. it. Giving is biblical. Um, I said it. Woo, I struggled with that first season. Um, 
<laughs> but sometimes it's not clear how much we're supposed to give. Yeah, and and so that's one of the things that I think turns people off from giving is that it's there's not this clear cut. Okay, you have to give X amount um, to be right. And and in fact, there's a a famous story, or I say famous story. There's a story in the Bible uh, where a an elderly woman who doesn't have a whole lot to her name drops uh, the equivalent of two pennies in the offering plate as she's walking into the temple. And Jesus looks over and says, she gave way more than the guys who brought in bags full of money because she gave everything that she had uh, because she wanted that to go towards the temple. She wanted that to go to God. Um, So I say that to say, it's not about how much you can give. It's all about giving to further the mission. So um, in your heart, it's about where your heart's at in it. Exactly. It's about where your heart's at in it. Is that in it? So some people say ten uh, percent. Um, that comes from an Old Testament. I can't remember if it's in the laws or not, but I know it was a an Old Testament tradition that started as far back as Abraham um, of giving ten percent. And so that that's what people consider the tithe is your ten percent. I don't think it's in the laws. I don't think it's specifically you must give ten percent. I don't think that's what where it comes from. Um, but I do remember there are a few different passages mm-hmm. that talk about people giving 10%, yeah. excuse me, 10%. So that's just been kind of a, a guideline. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, you know, 10, 10% off the top is, is kind of a guideline. And, and a lot of people still do that, um, today. Uh, and that's, that's great. It's, um, but it's not necessarily, it's not a hard and fast rule, put it that way. Yeah. Um, 10% is a good guideline of, of something you can give. But, um, you know, you look at the comparison of what Jesus did when he called here. We talked about in the last episode how he calls us to bigger and better than what the law says. He said, give up everything and follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, he called the disciples to do that. Um, you can, if you've uh, seen the chosen, you've seen that several times uh, with um, Simon Peter. Um, he dropped his business and walked away with him with uh, Matthew, the tax collector, my namesake, uh, the awkward <laughs> little dude that he is. Um, <laughs> oh, you were named after the tax collector i know i know i mean personality wise we probably match so (laughs) um but but you see that that they that jesus said hey look you need to drop everything and follow me um so i don't think we're all called to leave our jobs and you know go out and do everything because if everybody did that then who's giving to provide for the pastors and the missionaries and you know it's right so not saying that everybody's called to that but but the point is that it's not it's not written in stone this is how much right right and it's not written in stone that you absolutely have to right um but again it's where your heart is it's what you feel led to give and you know some people will say you know what i'm feeling led to fund the majority of this building fund and i'm going to write you a five thousand dollar check or whatever and they do that kind of thing all the Mm -hmm. time right um so so don't limit yourself. It's not an all or nothing type of mm-hmm. situation. Um, and I wanted to touch on, we keep talking about, you know, how up till now we've been talking about how, you know, you you should give. Okay. That's, again, where your heart's at. Um, the myth is that the, that the church is a money grab. The church does need money to run on. Again, not a requirement. If we never, as a church, ask for money, who's going to know we need it? Right. So, 
everybody you see on TV is going to ask for money. Mm-hmm. We've got a link on our website asking for money. Mm-hmm. Donate or don't. I mean, we'd appreciate it if you did, but if you don't, we're okay with that. Right. Um, we still want you to listen to this. We still yeah. want you to enjoy it. We still want you to get something from it. The people that you probably don't want to really listen to are the ones that are saying, you know, uh, um, the princes that send the emails, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You get this this <laughs> prince from some country somewhere and, you know, they lost everything and needs the money and they're going to repay you 30% or whatever. Right. You know, Just send me your bank account information yeah, exactly. and we'll get it all settled. Okay. Those people are money grabs. You don't want to listen <laughs> to those people. The church is just asking because if they don't, you won't know. Uh, right. You're going to hear it all the time. You're probably going to go visit a church. I, I remember I felt bad for a couple who weren't, they had visited our church and they weren't very, um, let's just say knowledgeable in the ways of the church. Sure. Um, they didn't really understand it. They hadn't been much. They were like, yeah, we've just been hearing about it. We want to try it out. And that day, pastor happened to be preaching on money. And... I just kept looking at them. I couldn't help but look at them and think, oh my gosh, what must they be thinking their first mm. time in church and the pastor's preaching on money. Mm. Now, what was God trying to do with my heart? Who knows? What was God trying to do with whoever's heart in, in the room? Who knows? Right. Um, but they came back mm-hmm. and 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 they've enjoyed it. So I think maybe it was more of an issue for me than it was them. Sure. And, uh, you know, money's a tough situation. We all need it. We all work towards getting more mm-hmm. of it. It always seems to be hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And then you've got you go to a building and they're asking you to give it away. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't understand. No. Thankfully, you don't have to. Right. And and what it's not, it's not like your second cousin twice removed, who's always harder than luck and saying, "Hey, please give yeah. me some more, give some more." <laughs> I mean, we're that's not what the church is doing. And and again, if they are, then like not where you need to be. Okay. That's, that's not what we're talking about. The reason the church is asking for money is because they need it, but it also helps further that mission. It, it helps us do more than we could do by ourselves. And so that's why, you know, we talk about give what you feel like you should give, give, you know, give what you feel led to give is sometimes how we talk about it, but it's, um, it's all about, it's all about where your heart's at. And so, um, you know, in, in fact, I'll just jump into a, a verse that, um, if you've checked out our ebook, uh, on our website, you've, you've probably seen this, but it's, um, second Corinthians nine, six and seven. And, um, I'll paraphrase it, but he essentially says, look, if you give a lot, you'll be blessed a lot. If you give a little, you'll be blessed a little, but whatever you do, whatever you decide to give, give it with a cheerful heart. Um, don't do it out of compulsion. Don't do it because you feel like you have to. That's not what this is about. Um, this is about whatever you are feeling led to give, whatever you feel good about giving to the church to further that mission, to help out, to you know, make sure that pastors are taken care of, to make sure that the ministry that you really believe in is funded whatever you feel called to give, give that because you need to be happy about it. You need to feel good about it. It's, it's not about a certain percentage or a certain amount or who can give more. It's all about what you feel good about giving. Sure. 
Um, you know, you had, you had mentioned the rich young ruler uh, in a separate conversation. Um, and I don't, I remember the verse. I don't remember it exactly. Hmm. Um, we haven't talked about that yet, right? No, not yet. Hmm. We okay. talked about the disciples, but yeah. not the rich young ruler. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, they um, the rich young ruler talking about where their heart is. He said, what must I do to enter the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus said, give away everything. And he's rich. And, and he hmm. said, give away everything you own. And then come back, come back and talk to me. Yeah. And he said, but, but, but I, but I love my stuff. I don't want to do that. Uh huh. Well, that shows where his heart's at. His heart right. was in everything he owned, not what Jesus wanted of him. Right. And, and the interesting thing about that conversation, I think it's captured in Luke 18, if you want to go check it out, but Jesus says, okay, well, what, what does the law say? And he says, okay, well, you know, I've done this, I've done that. And I, he, he's got the checklist down. And then he said, okay. So, so then he asked that question. So Jesus response is saying, Hey, look, where's your heart at? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? If you put all of your stuff ahead of me, then you need to get rid of your stuff and come follow me. And it's about where, what priority your money and your stuff takes in your life compared to Christ. Right. If Jesus is Lord, he's first. If, if he's not first then, and your money and stuff is, that's where the problem is. And that's why he told the rich young ruler, he said, Hey, you got to drop all that stuff. It's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. It's all about where his heart was at. So it reminds me of another verse that we'll put in the show notes. Cause I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but Jesus talking about, it's one of his parables, I think. And he says, you know, do the birds of the sky wonder uh, Mm. what they're going to wear, you know, Mm -hmm. or what they're going to eat. Do the flowers wonder what they're going to wear. If God, if, if God takes care of these like this, then how much more is he going to take care of you as a person? Um, We are, we talk about the chosen, the the, the TV show. We love the show. Um, We are the chosen and and God loves us more than everything else that he's created. Yeah. Um, So he's going to take care of us. Now, we're not saying it's bad to have nice things. We're not saying it's bad to have a lot of money. Mm -mm. Um, what's, What's bad is to put your money above God. Right. Because God wants all of our hearts. And again, that's impossible to... Mm-hmm. Give everything that we have. Give give our hearts to love God more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Again, and that would be considered sin, I think. Mm-hmm. But that's again why Jesus came for right. us to die on the cross, so that um, He would take on our sin and that we would still enter the kingdom of heaven, mm-hmm. um, even though He knows we're going to sin. Right. So, just watch where your heart's at. Yeah. And I would also dare to say that if we put God first. Um, he's going to take care of us and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I'm going to put God first and foremost in front of everything and he's going to make me rich. That is not the case. We're going to have trouble in this world. Um, but he's going to take care of us. Right. And, and honestly, that's some popular preaching that's going on right now. That's, that's really dangerous for the mentality for Christians is Mm -hmm. we it's often called the prosperity gospel, which is if you believe in Jesus, he's going to make you rich. He's going to make you famous. He's going to give you everything. And that's a very fun message to hear, but it's not accurate. That is not what the Bible says. The Bible says, if you follow me, if you follow Jesus, you're going to have trouble because what you believe and what the world believes are not going to line up. 
you're going to deal with persecution. People are going to be against you. Yeah. Um, so, but that said, like you said, um, Jesus also said, God's going to take care of us that, you know, birds don't worry about nothing. The lilies don't have to worry about anything. We don't have anything to worry about. Right. We're going to be taken care of if we rely on God and say, Hey, help me out. And, and so kind of the other side of that is if he were to call somebody to full-time ministry and he, that person felt like, you know what? I need to be in the mission field full-time. That's where I'm supposed to be. Then they're going to be provided for. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call everybody to do that. Because again, somebody's got to fund that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of us are going to be working and we're going to be giving towards that. But on the other side of that, he's also going to take care of you if you go do that. If you're if you're supposed to be doing that, if that door opens for you. So We've you're, you're going to be taken care of. Emily and I have a friend that um, uh, she was scheduled to go to Wales on a mission trip. Mm. And uh, she was going to be teaching people English. And, and uh, uh, she had for months been prepping. She'd mm. been preparing for that for months. And... and she was worried. She's like, the money's not here. I don't have the money to go yet. Mm. Uh, and she has been, she had been asking for donations again. Um, she worked for the church. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to dare say she didn't make a whole lot of money, you mm. know, uh, yeah. but so she couldn't pay for Wales trip on her own sure. for six weeks. Um, so she's asking for donations to help with this mission trip. Again, not required to give to people like that, but it helps them out if you do. Right. And, it wasn't until maybe a week before the trip she almost canceled wow. because she didn't. But then mm-hmm. every bit of her funding came in like yeah. the next day. Yeah, and it was almost like God was saying, "How much do you trust me?" Right. How how far are you going to go yeah. before before you drop out? Yeah. And there again, that points to what we've been talking about, which is we can do so much more together. She couldn't do it on her own. No mm-hmm. one. Per- I mean, somebody could have probably funded her by themselves, but generally speaking pretty tough for one individual or one family to fund somebody to go to Wales for six weeks. Yeah. But when we all come together, look at what we can do. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's what it's all about. It is. Again, it's the heart behind it. It's the, you know, everybody helps a little to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take a whole lot. Um, and we're not, we're not sitting here trying to preach to you and say, you know, give your money. Right. Uh, we're just trying to tell you that the church is not a money grab. Right. Nonprofits are not money grabs. Uh, no, okay, wait, no, some are. <laughs> Let's face it, some are just not legit. Okay, and I'm gonna be real. There are some churches that, if all they're preaching is the prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. they're the ones getting prosperous. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, because they're giving people hope, and they're saying, "Give me your money, give your money to the church, and 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 you know, give all your tithes and offering, and you're gonna get rich." Right. But they're the ones getting rich. Right. And yeah. And you know what? That's not to say God's not going to bless those people that are that are giving to the church sure. either. But if somebody is saying, all of you are going to give to me and all of you are going to get rich, that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, not <laughs> how that works. Not how that works. Oh. Blessings often don't come in kind. That's at least in my experience is, you know, if I, if I give five bucks, I don't all of a sudden get a $5 check in the mail. Right. You know, it's... It comes in many ways. And a lot of times the blessing comes through whatever happens with it, you know? So uh, like going on mission trips, you know, you, a lot of times you pay for yourself to go on a mission trip. Like I've been to Haiti a couple of times and, um, and funded my way through that. The blessing comes when you get there and you get to hang out with the kids at the orphanage and, and see their growth and see what they're doing. And, and Mm -hmm. I, 
anybody who's been on a mission trip will tell you this, that you are so much more blessed than anything that you're bringing with you over there. Mm. Um, because God can get a hold of you. And, and that's where my life turned around was, was in Haiti, uh, on my first trip over there. And so, you know, that, that's often the blessing. It's not that you're getting money back out of it, but that you're getting to impact lives and, and you're blessed through the experience of what happens through your giving. Well, and I will dare say not knowing the whole story behind that, but um, having worked with youth groups myself, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the blessing, you know, for a lot of it, it was just struggle mm-hmm. uh, for me. It was a yeah. struggle to, I felt like I was beating my head up against the wall. I wasn't reaching these kids. Mm-hmm. They weren't listening. I've heard that some of them have done great things, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the years that I haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that some of them have dropped out. I've heard that some of them are have gone up against the church. Mm, um, yeah, you know there are there are different things within that group of kids, um, but the blessing is you go in and plant seeds, and you yeah. don't know what's going to sprout. Right. Um, you just hope and you and you trust that God's going to work through you. Right. And and, and that blessing is they're going to go off and and they're going to be kids that go to Haiti and they they help mm-hmm. a bunch of kids there or you know. Right. Whatever that looks like. So there are many forms of blessings that come out of working in the church, giving to the church. Um, the blessing could be your own salvation and your yeah. own relationship with God. It could be something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and as impactful as that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's simple, but it's a big deal. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I certainly don't want to downplay that. Mm-hmm. As we said you know, giving is an essential part of the church because of the way that it impacts the church yeah. and a global impact, the global impact that it has, but it's not what gets you into heaven either. Right. It's, it's just, um, it's just helping the church complete the mission. Right. Uh, if you will, um, getting into heaven is actually a lot simpler than how much money comes out of your bank account. Yeah. Sometimes giving money is hard because you don't have a lot. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, getting into heaven is not about, your money. Yeah. And so we'll just share it again. Our, our salvation uh, message here comes out of Romans 10, nine says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And all that saying is if you believe that Jesus is who he said he is, that he's a son of God and that he died for you and that God raised him from the dead. And because of that, you say, okay, you're now Lord of my life and you, you confess him. So you're telling other people you're talking about it then you're going to be saved. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's a simple prayer. If you want more information on that, I highly recommend go talk to your local church. Uh, Shoot us a note at info at simplifyjesus.com. We would love to get you connected with somebody to talk more about that. That's ultimately why we're here. I think we need to make that our, uh, our season two verse of the, of the, however long this takes. Verse of the next quarter. I like that. I like that. It's a good one. It's a very good verse. I think so. I think that just needs to be our our memorization verse. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to challenge you right now as of episode two. Memorize this verse. Yeah. Commit it to one. memory. You've got uh, several weeks here with us to uh, to do that. Um, so I encourage you to do that. So uh, now we're going to jump into our favorite part of the show, the outside looking inside looking out. So money, money, money. It's... Um, Something that you don't talk about. At least that's the way I was taught growing up. Um, you don't talk about money. You don't talk about politics or religion or 
What else? Sports sometimes causes issues. I don't know, but money. <laughs> um, I used to think that the church was all about the money. The mm. church was all about, you know, come give us money and let us uh, bestow on you our wisdom. You know, my mom telling me that uh, offering plate comes around, you better give money to right. it. You know, you better throw in a $5 bill or $10 bill or whatever. When I was in college and I visited a couple of churches, I was in college. I didn't have any money. <laughs> So, of course, I always felt awkward right. um, sitting there, and, and there were times I didn't throw any money in, and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't kick me out. <laughs> so, um, so that's that's okay, but just just do what your heart says, and, and, and don't let this be a reason that you don't check out a church. Yeah. If you don't have any money, or just don't want to give to a church that you don't, you don't know anything about, don't. Mm-hmm. But go hear the message that they're preaching if they're right. preaching from the Bible. Right. And, and don't let the money issue stop you. Right. And from the inside looking out perspective, you know, it's important to know that giving is essential in the church. It's it's an important part of the church doing what the church is supposed to do of of reaching people for Jesus. And that's that that's what we're that's what we're there for. It pays the light bill. It pays for the staff to be able to put a roof over their heads and food on their tables. Um, ultimately, the church gives out of what they receive to bigger mission organizations and, and funding the the statewide, the national level, and international level um, mission so that they can reach people for Christ. That's that's what it's all about. And that's what you're giving into is you're giving to something that is bigger than yourself. And so without people giving, the church can't do what it's supposed to do. And that's, that's why giving is important. But the important caveat, I'm just going to say it one more time, church is not a money grab. There is no admission fee. You don't have to give to go. But if you feel led to it, give because it is important that people give to the church so that it can do what it needs to do. So give to your local church. Or That's don't. All we're or don't. Or, or don't. don't. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> up to you. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us uh, once again today on this uh, second season, episode two. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, be sure to shoot us an email. Let us know what you think. And if you have any questions, like Matt said earlier, please feel free to reach out to us. And if we don't know the answers, we'll find them. That's right. Um, check out, check us out on all of the social media pages, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can find those. I think uh, they are all Simplified Jesus. Uh, LinkedIn is Simplified-Jesus. <laughs> Twitter is Simplified Jesus 1. And the rest are Simplified Jesus. So check us out there. And uh, the website, SimplifyJesus.com. And if you forget everything we just told you, you can find it all there. So um, be sure to uh, comment below or send us an email. Let us know what you think. Shoot us a comment somewhere. Absolutely. Yep. I appreciate everybody tuning in this week. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again next week. Now go give to your church. (laughs) Or Or don't. don't. Or don't. It's up to you. Y'all take care, everybody.